Did you actually wait for the three, two, one start, or did you hit it like at around the two? No, you hit at the one. Uh, three, two, one. Did you hit the one or the start? The one. Three, two, one, start. Yeah, you don't always do start. I always do start. You don't I always, always do, do a countdown. You you don't Hold always on. do start. From some far-flung corner of the globe. Wait. The globe is a sphere. How does it have a corner? Shut up. This is the Opportunistic Travelers Podcast. Now with even more Shivo and a few of their traveling friends. Each of them sharing stories of everyday experiences of travels around the world. Greetings from the road, everyone. Thanks for enjoying the program today. Man, it's a full episode coming up in just a few moments. Sheila and I will talk about the crazy traffic we encountered in Hanoi, Vietnam, and then we get into a wine-fueled rant about Indian marriage. It's actually recorded by an American woman living in Thailand. If that's not multicultural, I don't know what is. Coming to you live from Sydney, Australia, saying hello to all my Periscope peeps, not poops, but peeps. We do record the intros of these live on Periscope. Follow us over there at uh, periscope.tv slash travelers. Pretty simple. And also, big, huge thanks to my good friends, Kevin and Imp. They have let us crash in their place for a week while we've been in Sydney, Australia. Our first time in Australia. It's great to have great friends who are also great local guides showing us around the place and keeping the cost down to next to nothing, which is really, really awesome. It's cool being here in Sydney. Um, very different than we have been previously. Five months in Southeast Asia in developing nations. It's been kind of fun to be back in a first world country where things just kind of work all the time. That's 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 been awesome. Um, but enough about us, enough about me. More of that stuff is coming. I'm just going to say shut up right now and start off with episode two of the second season of the Opportunistic Travelers podcast starts right now. Our first night here and it's beautiful. It's a nice night, hot and muggy because, you know, <laughs> Hanoi. <it's Vietnam. laughs> and the first thing we have noticed is that the traffic here is nuts. Crazy nuts. By nuts, what we mean by that is um, the people who are in the traffic are nuts. <laughs> It's jammed. I, we've been in Southeast Asia for three months and some change right now and have seen some crazy traffic situations. Nothing compares. It's extreme. I mean, we just got back from Hong Kong and the traffic here is way... Hong Kong was tame. Way denser. There are more wheels on the ground here on the same road at the exact same time than anywhere we have seen. The streets are literally choked with a combination of trucks, buses, cars, vans, and motor scooters. 
primary means of transportation in most of Southeast Asia, motor scooters. And the, the scooters seem to be able to go any direction, any way possible on the road or on the sidewalks even. It's a little odd. I mean, most of them are going in the general flow of traffic, but it's not uncommon to see one or more turning and facing the opposite direction. Not just at intersections, but you know, just keeping on, keeping on, going and, down the road. And going fast, like not even timid through the streets right. backwards, but right. fast. And so right now we're walking through what apparently is a mixture of sidewalk and car park. <laughs> we're just gonna squeeze through these two vehicles on the sidewalk, park 3D, <laughs> it's insane. There must be something going on. Oh, Ooh, I see. <laughs> a very fancy restaurant. Yes. yes. We'll not be eating in there. Well, that looks very, very posh. Everyone looks well dressed. And someone and, parking motor scooters. And there are probably a hundred motor scooters parked on the sidewalk right now. Well, of course. They, they dressed up in their best right. on their motor scooter and drove to the restaurant. We're walking right by this big lake area. Um, it's probably a couple uh, city blocks deep and uh, lights are flashing and reflecting off the water. It's beautiful. It draws a pretty decent crowd of people around it. People sitting on the picnic. Oh, and it's, and it's dark, by the way. We should mention right. the fact that this is this Sun is has gone down, yep. 7 p.m.-ish or so local time. Sun has gone down, but people are still hanging out at the park. Playing uh, games. Playing games. There are some that are having lunch, dinner, brought picnics and snacks. I'm not sitting at a picnic table, mind you. Sitting in small little Stools. table that you might have for your toddler. It's tea party. That's what they use for a dinner table at the park on the sidewalk literally two feet from the road. <laughs> and in fact, as you walk by, you're, you're all used to sidewalk cafes. We're walking through one right now that is made for munchkins. <laughs> but normal full-size humans are sitting right. at them outside these little bitty tiny stools on little bitty tables that will barely hold two drinks. Most people have their their drinks on the table, but their food is actually in their lap. Everything is different. <laughs> I said previously, my dear, that Thailand was the most foreign place. And by foreign, I mean something unusual to what I have been used to. Right. I think Vietnam is taking the cake. I And I love it here. Oh, I, yeah. We've only been here, I don't know, two hours <laughs> and I I think I'm truly in love with Vietnam it is just the people are super nice the it's so busy that you can't help but get caught up in it Do you remember as we were coming in on the shuttle uh, from the airport, seeing the uh, 
Oh gosh, there Holy are. There's. <laughs> Hold this for no light. If this is okay for us to cross the street or not. They've got a red light. Okay. They've got a red light. Ah, uh, the hell with it. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. We might die. <laughs> we die. Story ended before it began. Holy cow! Just. I'm, I'm gonna interrupt your story and tell this story for a second. Okay. So there are crosswalks. We were in a crosswalk. There are red lights and green lights as you are used to. And when the street light turns red for the traffic, the, uh, the pedestrian green guy walking comes on. That is there in most intersections. And it is mostly ignored. Yes. The cars and motorcycles don't care. They will keep on going through turning left. I'm not seeing them going straight. But I see them going left and right. I see right. them going left okay. and right. So, just so nuts. And in order for you to get across the street, you have to step out into oncoming traffic. Which is way unnerving. They'll stop for you. That's the good news. <laughs> Most of the time. Most of the time. But it's all on you. <laughs> Crazy. Do you remember as we were heading um, to our hotel from the airport today, there was an entire shot of mannequins. It was like a mannequin block with three stores next to each other. With just mannequins, male, female, children, kind of spooky ones. It's pretty creepy. <laughs> and we're not talking like a warehouse full of mannequins. We're talking a street stall. So it goes back, what, 20, 30 feet? Yeah. Maybe 10 feet wide. Just stuffed with plastic people. <laughs> not dressed. No, they were all naked mannequins. <laughs> where, where do you go? Ever wonder where to buy your mannequin? That's here. You, you come mannequin. to Vietnam. Go to Hanoi, buy a mannequin. We're just standing. Ah, uh, my name is Cassandra Fox Percival. It's a stage name. It's fine to record this. We spent two weeks house-sitting for her in Bangkok. Wine was poured. A lot. And of course we recorded. Which probably wasn't the smartest idea, but it was funny. Back to the story. It starts with hyphens, but I promise a travel story is coming up. And some more bleeps. As it turns out, She's a bit of a potty mouth. So if in fact you were to marry somebody who was also hyphen, if you were to marry like a Smith Johnson, would somebody had brought Fox this up. Percival yes. hyphen, Smith hyphen, Then I would Johnson. be like special again. Right now it's like everyone's got a hyphen. Oh, I got married, I put a hyphen. I was like, dude, I lived with that hyphen. What do we do with Airlines people like- are a nightmare, you know? What do we do with people like you after like, how many hyphens can you have? When do you get like a, 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 a pipe symbol, a semicolon. That's kind of brilliant. Actually, that that would put me a step ahead of the rest of the world. Because this hyphen, let me tell you, it's beautiful, but it is pain in the ass. You try to use on a credit card, it's all one name. You try to right. get to the airline, it's all one name. You know? 
Which has to suck for you being an international traveler. I mean, you're jumping from place to place. I mean, you're dealing with customs agents. My passport is like a telephone book. Oh my goodness. Like, like literally I go up there and it's at least three or four minutes for them to even find the stamp that perhaps I came in on two days ago. Into Who the has the hyphen? Can we get the hyphen? <laughs> and then the first name, you got the Cassandra and you got the Cassie. And so why don't you get the Cassie Fox Percival or the Cassandra Fox Percival, all one word. Oh, it's a nightmare. That has it to be it. But I love it. It's special. I was special until about 10 years ago when having a hyphen and getting married became popular. Thanks, Southern California. I was just in India last week right. and a taxi driver, he says to me, he says, so... You know, can you tell me, I just don't understand why people in America, they don't get married. You know, he said, in India, we all have to get married. In America, you don't get married. And I said, well, I don't know, but for me, I don't want kids, so there is no reason to get married. And I said, you know, and also, most of the people that do get married get divorced. Like, if I would think about the people that I know who are married, I mean, yeah, present I, company. Excluded. <laughs> excluded. Excluded. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where these people came from who've been married for over 20 years. Sorry. Okay. So aside from that, I only know like two couples that are married. Everybody else I know is divorced. But that's not the way it is in India? No. I mean, in, in India, this guy was like, well, you know, culturally, we all have to get married. I mean, you must be married. And this guy tells me this story. I almost had a heart attack. So we're in this taxi cab, okay? They have no... They have no air conditioning in the taxi cabs, first of all, but they have these amazing ambassador like taxi cabs. They're beautiful, old, 50 year old like cabs. Oh, they're so pretty, but no air whatsoever, right? Nothing, absolutely nothing. So we're like sweating in there. And this guy's like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm married, but I don't have kids. He says, I'm newly married. I said, when did you get married? It's four and a half years ago. I was like, dude, that's not newly married. <laughs> yeah. Four and a half years ago is a long time right, ago. Right. And he said, oh, well, I don't have any kids yet. He said, maybe in two or three years. And I said, oh, okay, well, you know, I said, you live in Calcutta with your wife, you know, because we were in the city. And um, he was like, no, she lives in the village with my mother. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Where's the village? He said, 500 kilometers away. Holy in the Calcutta, yeah. So like super north. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. So he said, um, I was like, well, you know, she lives here. He said, no, it's, it's too expensive. I can't afford the rent to have her here with me. And, you know, traditionally the wives don't work in India because right. they're mothers. And so... Um, he said she lives up there and and I was like oh when was the last time you saw her and he starts counting on his fingers for a little bit you know and then about 10 seconds later he said oh a year and a half ago what and I was like that was the last time you saw your wife no wonder you don't have any kids no <laughs> <laughs> that's math is why you're not yeah. pregnant so and I was like Huge thanks to our good friends and dynamic author duo, Philippa Ballantyne and T. Morris. They lent their voices for the intro and outro of this season, and they happen to be talented writers as well. If you're into steampunk, check out pjballantyne.com, that's two L's, and tmorris.com, that's two E's. T and Pip, thanks for making our show sound awesome every week. Additionally, special thanks to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for all the music used in this episode. See you next week from Arley Beach, Australia.
funding for this podcast and all the great content Shivo produced is made possible by listeners just like you. Visit shivo.wtf slash postcards to pledge your support and get a handwritten postcard each month as they travel abroad. Additional funding provided by Travelsmith, inspiring people to go places they've never been and keeping Shivo looking smart and well outfitted on their journey. And if you want to travel the world, it's cheaper than you think. Visit shivo.wtf, how appropriate, for more details and click on the house sitting link to find out exactly how they afford to travel the world in style. See you next time on the Opportunistic Travelers Podcast.